0: Ghulim, Rabbi Chaim Vital.
1: The book Shara Gilgulim was written by Rabbi Chaim Vital from all the great um, teachings that he received by the Arizal,
0: by Daria Kadosh. Rabbi Itzhak Luria Ashkenazi. And um, just... Uh, there are so many great things to teach. How can I pick? How can I choose? Let's
1: try, okay? Let's talk tonight a little bit about the difference between souls of angels to souls of human beings. Nice topics. Let's see what's going on. And how a person will include his own soul each day and each night in the verse in your spirit I'm going to deposit my spirit in your hands. Excuse me, in your hands I'm going to deposit my spirit. Biadha very important verse, very important to say that at night before we go to sleep. It's written in the Sidurim, in the Sidur books, in the prayer of Kriyat Shema in the bed, bedtime Kriyat We say Shema in the morning, when we wake up, and we say Shema in the evening after sunset. And then we say again Shema when we're about to go to sleep.
0: So in that Kriyat Shema, there is a
1: whole longer texts that were edited, uh, that were added, excuse my French, that were added um, to the Kriyat Shema, more prayers, more holy requests as a preparation um, for the person before going to sleep we know that to go to sleep is not a small thing it's not a tiny matter okay I'm tired now for an example Rabbi Nachman of Breslev once asked one of his students how did you like how 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 did you went to sleep like what what did you do in your sleep That was a student was like wondering like what uh, what's the question is all about like Rabbi Nachman will not ask me, how was your sleep? Like, did you slept well? Like, no. That was not the level of of their conversations, of those godly people's conversations, no. So he was like wondering, and then Rabbi Rabbi Nachman like answered um, to him and told him like, I slept on the matter of a left-hand person. Like, there is a whole halachic discussion about a left-hand person, that his main power is in his left arm, um, and he, that person, has different halachot. Like, for an example, most people put their tefillin on their left arm. A person who his left arm is stronger will put tefillin on his right arm. And there are other halachot that are about that matter, and also there are spiritual aspects to that person. There is a reason why his soul received a body that will be stronger on the left side than the right. So there are depths to that matter. So when Rabbi Nachman went to sleep, he was sleeping with the intention of doing certain things about that matter, it means that he is working while he's asleep, he's serving the Maker while he is asleep. Me this morning, for an example, when I woke up, I had a very big dream, a very like meaningful and powerful dream for myself, like to my personal life. And I felt like I had a conversation in that in that dream with a certain person that, that, that like I relate to. And that conversation was very deep and I was able to express and to share many things that I would never in a lifetime would be able to speak, it was very strong, very powerful, very meaningful, and I felt light after that conversation, I woke up from the dream, and it was like I had that conversation, like I literally had that conversation with him, maybe not from his side, maybe, I don't know how it affected his soul, or his mind, the fact that I had the dream about him, but to me, a load went off my chest when I spoke in the dream, even though that it was just a dream. So dreams are not just an imagination that we're experiencing at night. They have a lot of weight. They have a lot of importance. So when I woke up, I felt like that dream helped me in many levels of of my, my life. So when a person is even in higher le- levels, he might be able to go to sleep into that dream. Like he might cross into that dimension, to that zone, to that spiritual level where he is dreaming and just to continue his activity over there in that place. So that was like Abinahon of Westleaf, not that I can tell what he was doing, but like to his level, like in our like language. So at night, we have those verses that all of them, um, were gathered into the Siddur book, into that text of prayer before Krachma that is on the bed, means time of sleep, as a preparation for the soul elevation at night. So there is a big thing going on over there. Okay. Let, uh, let's, uh, let's try to see what, uh, what Rabbi Chaim Vital is bringing, that he heard um, about that matter on the souls so um, i'm i'm going to read some parts from that text um there are few levels of souls um souls of angels some of them are coming out of the connection that is mouth to mouth the divine connection that is mouth to mouth and there are some that came out of the connection of the lower connection that is in a sphira that is called foundation, and also over there they were divided to some levels, some different levels. Um there are different levels in the roots of the souls, and there is no number to them. Means that, like the Jacob letter, it doesn't written 20 steps, 40 steps, 5051 steps. No, there are endless levels. For, for those angels, how they are coming down to the world. Some of them are lower, some of them are higher, stronger, weaker, and on. Even in the Gemara, um, they're bringing um, some examples for the abilities of the angels, that some of them are able to jump from one side of the world to the other in one jump and some of them are eight, need they need to jump 7 times to cover that distance of the whole world like they cannot make a circle of the whole world they have to make 7 stops maybe they won't wait they just going to skip to the next distance but they have to wait and some of them in certain times when they have extra energy Even though that in weaker times they will jump in seven, in that time of judgments or in time of crisis that they are needed, they can make the whole circle at once. So they are not as the ones that are able to do it always in once in one jump, but when they need to put more power, they're able to. So you see, you have ones that are able to make a whole circle, ones that are able to make it only in seven. And you have those ones that are sending in between. Usually they're going to take the course of seven, but if Mm -hmm. they are needed, they have the ability to make the whole distance at one jump. So different levels, different powers, different energies when again we're talking about angels, and when we talk about angels, it's a conversation that is based on verses, based on holy teachings. We're not talking about spiritual um, sights or visions that people will say, "Oh yeah, I saw an angel," or or whatever. Whatever. It's like we're not talking about fantasies or power of imagination. We're talking about what the sources. is. Of, of Judaism are revealing to us from the Torah that was given to us by Hashem. That's it. We're not interpreting. We're not hallucinating. We're not imagining. We're not like, because into the power of imagination of a person, many shapes and figures and forms can pop up based on his life experience. So if he saw angels in movies or whatever, that is like a complete illusion, like a complete imagination that is based on people's dreams, on people's fantasies, on people's drug usage, like whatever, I don't know what, or, or false teachings like from Christianity or from like Buddhism or I don't know where from. So when all those informations are being gathered together into a certain figure, into a certain form, and now a person was fed with that information for half of his lifetime or all his 70 years and now he had a dream about an angel that kissed him on his forehead I wouldn't take that as a message from God you know it's like I'm happy for you that you had a good experience it's like definitely better to be hit by a truck but in any case I like I don't buy that as knowledge knowledge we're from the sources, from the ancient ancient scripts, based on the sages' wisdom, based on the true righteous people that are known and accepted by the general public of the people of Israel, of the scholars of each generation and on. On them, we can trust. On that information, we're basing our faith's foundations. So they were separated to many levels, and we found that there are different levels in the roots of their souls to no number and we know that there are few and few kinds of souls that came down from a union from a connection between of the up of the upper world and came down so you have angels that were born in a certain level and they're acting playing working serving the maker in that layer in that height where they were created. If they were created by a higher connection, it's it's the name. It's like, we're not um, like measuring heights now. We have uppers, we have lowers, but we also have ones that were created in uppers, but their job is in lowers. So they're being sent from their place of creation to lower levels to work over there, to act over there, to to make their job over there. And they came down because of a fault. And when they came down, there it was kind of a falling and they lost levels. It's like they did not have the power to maintain their f- Function their work in that high level, and because of the fault, because of the default, because of something that happened that is not mentioned here again, we're not talking about a specific situation, we're not talking about a specific um, story that was told about the fallen angels. No, we're talking about the system, we're talking about things that we know that that's the way they work. You have angels that maintain their power and stay in their level you have ones that are in higher and ones that are in lower and you have ones that fell from their level they were created but because that something happened a certain fault a certain default boom they went down one or two levels few levels and there are few kinds of fallings that those souls are falling based on that default and there are mainly two parts to those. There are two two main parts to those. One is of the souls that their root is a higher from a higher source. Just that because of the default, it fell down to a lower layer to a lower world. And when it came into this world, it came out from the lower level that she fell fell to. And the second one is the soul that her root of creation is in that layer where she came out to come into this world. So, okay, so now he's explaining what that we already understood. Maybe because of my explanations, we understood it. Maybe it was not written so clearly or else he wouldn't read write it he he is renewing something in his wisdom when he's writing it that there are two levels of those maybe maybe this is what that he's renewing to us that also to the angels that are entering to a low place some of them are from those angels who were falling and some of them are are souls of angels that their entrance into this world, that is their falling. So they're staying in that level where they were created, but they entered into this world. And when they entered into this world, then they fell. That falling was to be dressed and covered into physicality in a certain aspect of,
0: of this world. And therefore
1: their power, their judgment means their energy, their role is not equal. Mainly their correction, mainly what did they do is at night. Like the main correction of those angels who are, that we are talking about them, mainly their work is at night. Those are specific angels that has a certain role. On them, we're talking now, and we're mentioning and explaining that those souls mainly work at night. And their job mainly is in the time when a person is depositing his spirit, when he is saying, when he's about to sleep, the verse, they have a role to assist the person mainly in that time when he is depositing his soul, his spirit in the hands of the maker. When he's saying the verse afkid ruhi. in your hands, I'm going to deposit my spirit.
0: Afkid ruhi.
1: Because then the soul of the person is going to rise in a higher connection and coming back from there a new soul, a new spirit. So when a person is saying, depositing my spirit to your hands, Hashem, he is depositing, but when the soul will come back, it will come back new, restored, refurbished, corrected. Hashem will take that soul and refresh it, clean it, purify it, prepare it as new, to a new mission, to come down to the world as a new creation. That's what what is written here. It's coming back to a higher level when it goes, when the person is saying, when you say those words, I'm depositing my spirit in your hands, Hashem, your soul is rising, your spirit is rising to a higher level than it ever was, always higher, okay? Like we said, it's going to rise to a higher connection, and tomorrow to a higher connection, and in the next day, in a higher connection, always higher connection. And when it comes back, it comes back as a new creation, in the secret of the verse, chadashim לבקרים, New in the mornings. There is a verse that is talking about the fact that the soul comes back at mornings, renewed, new soul. It's not the same one, it's a renewed one. And also, a person can rise from one level to the next till he will rise to his source and will complete over them. And that can happen to him at night and it can happen to him. At day as well, so there is a higher level that in that level the soul can not just climb to a high level, also to the highest level of them all means to a completion to its complete correction and to be completely perfect over them, and it can happen in the day or at night, at night. It might happen as we learned that it can happen when you say and the soul will rise to the highest level. But during the day, how can it happen? Not if a person is going and like catching a nap during his morning, just in the secret of nefilat apaim, like that it's written in the Kavanot. Nefilat apayim is a part after um, after Tefilat 18, after the whisper prayer, after the silent prayer that we say in Shacharit, that after that, we're making the Nefilat Apayim. Nefilat Apayim, it's the confession that we make. And after the confession that we make, we're saying the 13 Midot of Chesed, of kindness of Hashem. Adonai, Adonai. All that part is called nefilata paim when you do that and when you say those words of, that are all written in the Sidur should put your mind into learning a little bit about the Sidur and the order and, and ritual of prayer you, you're going to see wonders over there so in the book of intentions guidings of the Ariya kadosh to rabbi chaim vital on how to pray he was explaining his kabbalistic intentions while praying there is an amazing lessons there are amazing lessons over there but there is also something important to mention that even though that those are great intentions and even if the person has such a great and clear mind that he can learn them and understand them and remember them, like, okay, let's say perfect memory, perfect mindset. Still, those were the Ariya Kadosh, the Arizal's intentions in that Monday morning when he explained it to Rabbi Chaim Vital. It doesn't mean that tomorrow morning in that next Tuesday, he wouldn't have different intentions. So again, maybe there are some general intentions written over there, and some of them were specifically to that day where he broke it down and explained it. But in any case, it's not obligating that that should be your intention when you're praying Shemona today. It might be that you need to aim your own intention today, and it might be different. That's why Rabbi Nachman of Breslev, for an example, said about the Kavanot, the intentions, that... It's a book of teaching, of learning, and not a book of prayer. He said, yes, you should learn the Kavanot, the intentions of Darya Kadosh, but to learn them and not to aim them in the time of prayer. Why? Different rabbis said different things. You don't have to follow Rabbi Nachon of Resev, and definitely not because I'm telling you so. But Rabbi Nachon of Resev said, if you will try to aim the right intentions based on Daria Kadosh, that is written in Shara Kavanot, in the Book of Intentions, about tefillah, you might lose the connection to the simple intention of the words of prayer. The prayer is like, please Hashem heal me, please Hashem heal all the people of Israel, please Hashem save me, please Hashem save the world, like simple words. Now if you're going to read a little bit about the intentions, you're going to see that he's like connecting ideas and concepts that it's going to take you years of learning for you even to comprehend what he's talking about. And when you will to put all that knowledge into the request of, please Hashem, help me, heal me, assist me, support me. uh, It's like, it's a whole different concept. So the Ariya Kadosh had that brain that when he was saying those words he was pulling that kind of knowledge and bounty from upper worlds to this one i am not holding that level i'm not sure that some other guys here are in that level maybe some real big righteous people are holding in that place and then they're also saying their pshat. They're saying also their deep understandings about the prayer. So, as you can see, we can learn and learn and learn and be happy and 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 to achieve like big things, and that it will also in the same time not even going to be a scratch from the upper layers of, of the information. But uh, that's the the whole fun that we're continuing and happy and adding that prayer to Hashem. Please Hashem. Uh, renew our days as they were in ancient times that on those wonderful days it's written one day at your garden at your backyard um is more wonderful than 1000 days in this world so please hashem renew our days like they were long and beautiful days in the garden of eden and then time won't be a problem anymore. We will be above 1000 days to each day it means eternal life, eternal experiencing eternity inside this world. And um, so when time won't be a limit anymore, we'll enjoy Hashem and be pleasured um, on His wisdom. Thank you so much for joining our Ancient Scripts Mondays. Um, I'm so thankful to have have this privilege and merit and to speak with you truth seekers it's an amazing thing for me it's very inspiring I'm very thankful for this opportunity I'm sure that you're also enjoying it and finding a lot of um, new knowledge for you and, uh, and inspiration for the future and I bless you to be part of our great work and to join us and to have fun while learning and um, everything in good spirit and doors are open for all truth seekers and all um, people who are coming to Hashem and asking and wanting to be answered and for all their needs and requests may Hashem take you all one by one to drink from the spring of wisdom from the endless source of true knowledge from the ancient, ancient pillars of light that illuminated the world with their genius, genius mind, and um, hopefully that um, Hashem will assist you all, us all, to get rid of all of our evil inclination, all of our bitterness and stupidity, and to uplift us only through simplicity, through the holiest of holiest gates of them all with the rest of our beloved ones. Amen. May it be his will. You're more than welcome to join us tomorrow to our podcast as well. It's going to be around um, 3, 3 3.15. I'm Israeli. I'm not American. I'm not uh, with a Swiss watch. Around 3 p.m. New York uh, time, East time. And um, and on Wednesday, we're going to talk about the individual prayer. We're going to talk about our amazing course for the individual prayer. And build vessels to receive the bounty from the maker. May Hashem answer all your prayers. If you have any questions, if you want to contact us, please reach us at info at um, Or just search for our website, emunah, emunah.com. And you shall be answered shortly. Thank
0: you so much.